Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm actually not going to do that. What? You're switching up the tried and true intro? What? Is this, do I need to keep it? Because my wife asked me the same question. Well, okay. Like, are you going to keep the same intro? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think so. Run the new one past this real quick. Let's, I don't have a new one. I'm just, Oh, you should so go road dog with it. I, what? I, yeah, like, I don't know what that means. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, children of all ages. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard to, to remember what it, how it went. That's really all I can remember. I mean, see, see, that's the problem, though. Like, I can start it, but I, I would falter halfway through or, like, not even a halfway through, like, a quarter of the way through and just fall apart. And yeah, it'd be really sad. You could have James do it every time. That's true. But, I could. I just have James like intro the entire show. <laughs> um, it could just be like my running commentary and uh, have like the voiceover be James. <laughs> it, it could work. Combine work. them both. Good so, morning, good so, afternoon, good evening. I, I might, I might just keep to it, just because you know what, it works. It does work. Although I, I, I do have to ask one question before we get started because I am going to put something at the top. And that uh, question goes to Jamie. And Jamie, Uh-oh. are you still salty about how uh, how the last bracket challenge went? The old bracket challenge where the you old guys brought challenge? in a ringer and screwed me and <laughs> I was drunk. You were really drunk. <laughs> you took advantage of me. My guy couldn't win. Are you talking about Walter White? Yeah. How is he not on this bracket list? Honestly, come on, dude. Because he's it's not a movies. villain. He is the villain. Come okay, on. Okay, first and foremost, this is a villain, uh, movie villain bracket challenge, not not TV best villain. TV dad. Uh, but first of all, I, I was more along the lines talking about uh, Bob Belcher, but that's besides the point. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. I I did kind of screw you on that. I, I, I would like to take this moment and not apologize to you um, <laughs> because I'm not that sorry about it. I would like to second that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the right dad one. Although I, I will Judas say, Junior. I, I will say this for about, I think, six months after I started watching um, Modern Family, I truly thought about like reversing my decision and going with. Um, Oh God, Ty Burrell's character, Phil Duffy. I forgot his name. Phil Duffy. He was such a great dad in that show. I loved it. It's not I, bad. I, I, I yeah. came close. I came close. He's no ultimate provider. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! It's Walter White bullshit. Ultimate <laughs> provider. <laughs> if you want cooked meth for your kids, you don't really love them. I'm just saying. <laughs> And welcome to Oh right, it's a new show. Sorry. Welcome to Bracket Battle. Uh this is a new podcast that is an offshoot of an old show, or at least a concept from an old show. 
that we did. Now, let me explain that real quick. Uh, actually, no, stop, move back. We're going to, you can find us on Facebook, uh, only on Facebook, because I hate Instagram and I hate Twitter. I don't want to do those anymore. So find the show on Facebook at Bracket Battle uh, VA. Uh, we will be there. We will have polls up. Uh, we will explain all this here in a couple minutes and explain exactly what will be on the social at this point. Um, but yeah, we're on Facebook and you can listen to the show anywhere you can listen to a podcast hopefully and fight with racist family members and fight with racist family members apparently so all right but yeah on with the show um so bracket battle is an offshoot of a bracket challenge that i did on my old podcast called go ask your father Uh, i will actually be posting those episodes you can listen to just to get an idea of what exactly the bracket challenge is um we are taking a topic and we have ideas for many many topics uh, down the road but there was one bracket challenge we did not get to do this year because my old show ended um it it was a regret and something i really really wanted to do and thus bracket battle was born so we are taking that bracket challenge and we are running it through because we want to find out who the greatest movie villain of all time is. I love it. I love the idea. I love the concept. I, I, I want to find out. I want to know. And I had to assemble a dream team to find out exactly who the greatest movie villain of all time is. In order to do that, I needed three guests. And they are here with me to preview the bracket and to talk about the bracket before we actually get into the bracket proper. Up first, who might be the greatest villain in podcasting history. Uh, He, I don't even know how to intro him because he doesn't have a show anymore and it makes me kind of sad. He's a wonderful person and uh, a very smart man. Um, and I really don't need to stroke his ego that much, uh, because his cats do that for him. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's JV Cheek. What's up, buddy? Yo, I have very pretty cats that don't stroke my ego at all. They remind me constantly of my inferiority. Well, this is why you need to get a dog, because a dog will think you're, like, the sun shines out of your ass, so. No, feigning humility draws sympathy for the heel. Oh, okay. Is that what this is? Yeah. All right. No. You got to be you, a multi. Thank you, Jamie, villain. for coming in. I, I I appreciate you being here because honestly, this wouldn't be a bracket challenge without you. No, I'm a lasagna of negativity. <laughs> <laughs> layers, man. Layers. Layers. It's it's an onion, sir. Um, up next, he's a defender. He's a dad. He's a salesman. He likes a really shitty hockey team. Ladies and gentlemen, it's James DeStaven. That's oh, right. Whoa. Went the shade there. right at went the beginning. There, right now. I'm just going to say Bolts in four. Bolts in four. Oh, dude, come on. <laughs> Bolts in four? Look, so okay, his I Rangers just... are finally taking on my Tampa Bay Lightning right before the finals. We're going for the hat trick three years in a row, baby. You, you, you really think the Bolts are going to win in four? No, <laughs> I'm just saying it. I think, so. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good series, Bolts. though. Okay, Bolts are a good team. 
uh, Rangers in seven, I think, only because of Igor. So, so yes, Rangers in seven. But you know what? I'm actually glad that the Rangers are playing the Lightning. One, we get the shit talk a lot over the next week and a half as this series is playing out. And two, it, it, the great philosopher Richard Flair said, uh, "To in order to be the man, you have to beat the man. Yeah, but he also and went I believe swung he his... ended it with a woo. He, so, he also went I, around I, a plane swinging people. his willy all around the place. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a plane ride from hell, all I'm saying. You see, see, philosophers do weird things, and that's one of them, I guess. Um, but yes, I am. I am happy that we get to play the lightning. I, it's going to be a lot of fun, so I'm really excited for this series. And I, I just had to bring that up because I had to. So, anyways, thank you, James, for coming on. No the show. problem. Glad to be here. And to to wrap up my dream team, he is the son that actually wishes me a happy Father's Day. He is remembers my birthday. He remembers to wish me a Merry Christmas. He is my favorite son because the other one just can't remember shit. And I'm looking right at him. Even my kid, who doesn't talk very much, wishes me a happy birthday, Jamie. You're the best pod father, man. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Dustin Cleary is here. (laughs) Yeah, I don't like sports, and I am not a cat, if you remember that reference. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) Shitting all over us, James. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Just a little bit. That's okay. Street Um, (laughs) So, guys, thank all three of you for coming on and being on the show. Truly, as much shit as I talk to the three of you, I I really do appreciate you guys taking the time and um, coming on. Um, so as of right now, we actually, when we were originally putting this bracket together back in February, um, we, I pulled six different people and wanted their thoughts on the greatest movie villains of all time. We took those lists, we broke it down to who had the most votes. If you got one vote, you're automatically disqualified. You're gone. Um, only one person or one movie villain was actually received six votes. All six people voted on one particular villain and we'll get there. We'll tell you who that is, but we have four empty slots currently that need to be filled four slots that need to be filled with six people remaining. Six villains are currently on the chopping block. And two need to go. Who are those villains? I hear you asking. Chucky. Michael Corleone from The Godfather. Dracula. Gozer from The Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. The Xenomorph from Alien. And the Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Two need to go. Gentlemen, I told you to come up with an argument or come up with an idea of who you think he needs to go. I am going to go to James first because I want to know, James, who do you think needs to go? I'd said Michael Corleone and the Sheriff of Nottingham. Why? Uh, Michael Corleone because he's not really the antagonist of the movies that often. I mean, most of the time he's the protagonist. So, I mean, that would be like saying in a wrestling term. That Stone Cold Steve Austin was the bad guy instead of Vince McMahon. 
because okay. Vix Mimeo was the authority and Stone Cold's the anti. So, and then the sheriff in Nottingham simply just because he's somebody else's lackey. He does a lot of bad stuff, but he does it for one guy. So, okay. With Michael Corleone, I mean, I, I can see where you're coming from on that, but wouldn't you consider him technically a villain? Because he is, in fact, breaking the law. He is, in fact, going against the, I guess, good people in theory. I mean, he killed a lot of people or had people killed. But he does it reluctantly at the end of the movie as a reaction to everybody trying to stop him from taking the throne metaphorically. He's more of a reactionary guy. But as the Godfather continues into the second and third parts, he falls more and more into the trap. Second one is about his father. It's prequel. Third one, it's past tense. Ooh. And again, I go back to my Stone Cold Steve Austin argument. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep going. I'm I'm going back to You realize Dustin did this for you. Yeah, but I'm still What's like if you go attack someone in the hospital with a bedpan? It's a bad thing to do. Yeah. But if you did it reactionary to your boss screwing you out of the title every week for like multiple weeks, maybe it's okay because it's reactionary. Yeah. So Michael Corleone and the Sheriff of Nottingham because the Sheriff of Nottingham is more of a lackey. Yeah, that's that's all I got for him is he's a lackey. He's like the Mr. Smee. Dustin, Dustin, do you agree? I, I actually agree on both of them, but the second one, the Sheriff of Nottingham, if I remember right, we're actually descendants of his, so family. Wrong. We are descendants of William the Bastard, who would have been... Isn't that the same character, though? That's who they base uh, Prince John on in the Robin Hood with the... Whenever Robin Hood is like a, a fox. I yeah. think we're talking about Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yes. Who uh-huh. is the main antagonist. And a attempted, at least attempted rapist. I mean, he's like, a pretty real bad guy. Horrid individual. Like, I mean, fuck that guy. Well, that's the the crazy thing about this list, man. It's like all of them are kind of bad, you know. Like Krilla Deville seems yeah, like the least out of all of them, but she like fucking kills dogs. I was gonna like, say she wanted to get puppies. Fuck her. Yeah, like she's I'm not probably, trying to spoil the list or nothing, but she's probably like one of the only movie. Disney villains I can't defend. Put her ass on the <laughs> list, man. She's not good. All right. So, so Dustin, you think Michael Corleone and Sheriff Nottingham? Yeah, that's that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, Jamie, what do you think? Could you restate the choices? All right, because that I, was a a lot. I, I, okay, Chucky from Child's Play, uh, Michael Corleone from The Godfather, uh, Count Dracula. I guess across all movies, uh, Gozer from The Ghostbusters, the Xenomorph from Alien. And the Sheriff of Nottingham from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And we're cutting one? We're cutting two. Because there's six and there's only four slots remaining. We Well, we got to cut the Xenomorph because the Xenomorph is not a villain. It's doing what it was designed to do. The what? Xenomorph was created by the architects and it's just doing what it was genetically programmed to do. You can't fault the Xenomorph. Well, you, the but it you can't even an have antagonist. bad feelings to it. Yeah, you could say the it's same thing for It's an antagonist, but it's far from a villain, man. It is far from a villain. t is different. T-1000 is able to think for himself. 
he ha- he has like a uh I can't, you can't say a soul but he has free will well he specifically doesn't think for himself he's programmed yeah well he has a mission but all the computers in terminator are programmed but yeah. they're they're ai that has become sentient like the xenomorph can't you can't fault the xenomorph if the xenomorph died and there was a heaven the xenomorph would go to heaven the xenomorph <laughs> just no the xenomorph should be granted absolution like the whole cross and the father and everything because it never did anything other than about? what it was designed to do that's like if a baby deer died well okay so baby uh, deers get to go to heaven yeah Okay, so I'm looking at the list right here, and, and dogs? I'm not going like to dogs? not going too deep into it. But the shark from Jaws, which I actually thought was called Jaws, at one point. Yeah. I mean, we would have to take him off the list if we're going by that. Like, Ooh, no, because if you watch future Jaw movies, he yeah, demonstrates yeah. A, a lust for revenge, which is a, a decision, not an instinct. But it's a different shark, though. It's not the shark. Because th- the shark dies mate, at the end of the first in one. In like the second one or the third one, when they're on the plane, the plane crashes in the water, they're like, it's its mate, and its mate is trying to get you for revenge oh, or second. whatever. Yeah, so that's yeah. But we're talking about the first Jaws, it's right? vengeful. I think the third one was, or well, all let's, Jaws. let's go across all, because honestly, at this point, it makes it way more interesting. Okay. Also, the third one, I think, was the one at SeaWorld. Yeah, that was horrible. Which is... Yeah, it was bad, I, it was I agree bad. with Michael Corleone though, because he was forced into every decision he made. Okay, so Michael Corleone, like they they pushed the man's back against the wall. He had to do it. Okay, so Michael Corleone has been officially cut since we seem to be all in agreement on this. It's a good consensus. I I agree. So so Sheriff of Nottingham tried to rape that girl though. Like he's well, sure yeah, he honestly, I yeah. Sheriff of Nottingham's kind of an asshat. And he was the main antagonist in that movie. So, yes, the King John was above him and technically uh, ordered him what to do. But he was in charge of what he really, throughout the movie, just being a real asshat. And also played by uh, Alan Rickman. So, yeah. Alan Rickman All right, I know. Amazing, so. Yeah, he is. I know he I already put in my vote. But if we're, right. going, if we're dipping back into the well, Chucky kind of sucks. Hot take. <laughs> sucks as a villain yeah he dies at the beginning of the whole thing and just basically gets a trump card like yeah but he impregnated jennifer tilly no he's an awful guy don't get me wrong but like that's a top tier villain move you think so yeah if you were making a bucket list as a villain (laughs) like you gotta put that on the list you know fuck i don't know (laughs) tax the poor like Use the force to choke someone to death. I don't know. Fuck Jennifer Tilly. You got to put it up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So three names have been mentioned. The Sheriff of Nottingham, the Xenomorph, and Chucky. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? Where's Where are you guys leaning towards? Or do well, we, we have how any I arguments? feel it. I mean, I just pleaded the Xenomorph's case to get into heaven. So... <laughs> I feel like that sets a bad precedence, though. We have other things on the list that kind of fall into that, like, force of nature kind of category. Also, can you imagine the Christian conservatives in heaven and then the xenomorph gets there? (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) It's fucking perfect. 
man. It lays eggs inside their body and then they can't abort them. <laughs> Fuck right. yes. The irony. <laughs> oh man. Help me get the zero the xenomorph to heaven, guys. I Come actually kind of like that scenario. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go I'm going to vote on that one. <laughs> James? Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot about Prince of Thieves. I was going off of yeah. like Men in Tights and some of the other Robin Hood adaptions. So Men in Tights doesn't count. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it's a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, come on, oh, come on, Mel Brooks is amazing though. Anyway, yeah, but I was Mel just Brooks thinking, is amazing. I'm just saying. But I was just thinking, you know, other types of adaptions. He's just kind of the lackey. I was, I no, totally forgot this about is Prince more of Thieves. Along the lines of Prince of Thieves. Yeah, so I would, I, I'll pull my vote back and go to the Xenomorph. All right. So the Xenomorph. Jamie and Dustin say to Xenomorph. Dustin, what do you think? I I don't feel right about it, but I like the scenario, <laughs> so I'm going with it. Get him off the list and into heaven. All right, so the Xenomorph is cut, and Michael Corleone is cut from the villains list. So Chucky's going to limp in on a wild card. Yes, he is. All right, so now we have we have the final brackets. And I'm very, very proud of this. So in the first round, on the first side of the bracket, and due to being the only person to get six votes, welcome to Malfoy Manor, because Voldemort is the number one seed. And he will take on Dracula in the first round. Such a weird thing to say. It really (laughs) is. And I've accepted that and moved on from my life. Uh, The shark from Jaws is the number two seed. He will be going up against Gozer from Ghostbusters. The number three seed is Darth Vader, who got four votes. Uh, He will be going up against Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's like no contest. Just throwing it out there. Like, I was going down this list, right? It's like, who's going to be the underdog? I was like, oh, Shredder will. But then he says, he's going against Darth Vader. Never mind. (laughs) So, and, and to wrap up, that particular bracket, it's going to be Pennywise going up against Cruella DeVille. Yeah. I'm excited. That's going to be fun. Um, let me, I'm going to read off the brackets first and the opening round matchups, and then we'll go more into like what the our preview kind of ideas. Uh, the next one is going to be the number one seed who only got five votes. I was surprised he didn't get six, is Thanos. Thanos will be going up against Chucky in the opening round. Uh, Emperor Palpatine will be taking on Khan from Star Trek, which I feel is... That's super interesting, actually. Isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The T-1000 will... Wait, hold on a second. You got Shredder up there twice, bro. I do have Shredder up there twice. Oh my god, how do I have Shredder up there? Do we have to bring back the Xenomorph? No, you can't take the Xenomorphs in heaven! (laughs) I don't know, maybe he has to, like, fight his way back How did I do that? He's fighting for women's rights in heaven. How did I do that? (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. This is how it feels. You know what? I am... No, he's right there. Damn it. Oh my god. Hold on. I'm gonna have to... (laughs) Oh my god, how did I do this? Isn't the xenomorph the opposite of women's rights? Like, honestly, like his whole thing is like my my right to choose what happens to your body, though. Oh, shit. 
You might be right. Bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds villainous. Still a force of nature, though. That does but, sound villainous. <laughs> we got so you many forces of nature on here, though. Like Pennywise, I would argue. The shark from Jaws. Uh, the T one thousand. I'm sorry, Xenomorph. Just you still have a lot of faith to be pulling Xenomorph from heaven, bro. <laughs> no. Jamie, at least you get a chance to argue. Uh, I got the Xenomorph film. clear. I'm sorry, buddy. All right, let's go back to the talking about. <laughs> so, due to me not being able to do my job correctly, uh, the Xenomorph is back, and he'll be taking on the T1000 in the opening round. And then it's the Wicked Witch of the West versus Anton. I can't pronounce his last name. No Country for Old Men. Mostly because I've never seen that movie. Friendo. What? Friendo. You've never seen No Country for Old Men? No. Can't say that I have. I, I will put it on my list of movies that I need to go see. It was the number one movie that year. Okay. <laughs> There's he a lot might of be a I force did. of nature, too. Well, it won Best Picture, I guess, is what I'm getting at. That is he a force of nature? That dude is a force of nature. He's a killing machine. <laughs> All right, let's move on because we got two two more sides of the bracket to go through, and then we will talk more about this. Okay. Uh, moving over to the next area, and that is Gotham City because that's where the Joker is, who got five votes, which I am still a little disappointed that he did not get all six, but I forgot who did not vote for the Joker. So this is so, the Gotham City Conference. So, yes, it's the Gotham City Conference. I want to clarify. When we have the Joker up here, we're talking about every iteration or only movie appearances? Only movie appearances. So basically Heath Ledger, bad Jared Leto, and like... Uh, Jack Nicholson. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. And if you want to go that creepy-ass motherfucker from the Batman that they showed for like two seconds. so I don't think there's enough there to... No, there really is. Well, I mean... You made a bad joke. The deleted shitty-ass Joaquin Phoenix, like... Being in eighty five percent of a movie and then taking a no, he sucks. That's um, performance. So, so the Joker will take on the Sheriff of Nottingham in the opening round. Weird. Michael Myers from Halloween will take on Killmonger from the Black Panther. That would be an interesting fight. Just throwing it out there. It would be. Freddy Krueger takes on Sauron from Lord of the Rings, and Biff Tannen. From Back to the Future goes up against Calvin Candy from Django Unchained, which I think will be fun. Mostly because I think Calvin Candy wins, but he's a horrible human being. I love that three other people thought Calvin Candy belonged on the list. I think it's amazing that three people thought that Biff should be on this list. <laughs> that just shocks me. I don't understand that. Yeah. If you go onto literally every single, like just about every single villain list that i've seen has biff tannen on it for one reason or another i don't know why anyways finally our last conference at baltimore state hospital the residents of one hannibal lecter who uh, who was able to get five votes will take on amy dunn from gone girl in the opening round annie wilkes from misery will take on patrick bateman from american psycho and the Battle of the Hans, Hans Gruber from Die Hard, goes up against Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. Nice. Ooh. And then John Doe from Seven takes on Norman Bates from Psycho. Mm. 
Ladies and gentlemen. I feel like this this Baltimore State Hospital conference is pretty fucking stacked. I was going to say, what do you guys think is probably the most stacked of the quote-unquote conferences? That's so hard to say, honestly, because you go into any one of these characters individually, and you're like, oh, my God, they're, they're fucking monsters, right? And then the idea of putting somebody like uh like annie wilkes like up against like thanos and who's worse it's like blows my mind we have to think about their motivations and how how they're like what they were trying to do but she like murdered like two people and broke some dude's leg and like thanos killed like half of everything in existence yeah but he meant well (laughs) he meant well (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm just saying yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just a wild bracket. Like, I can't honestly wait to see who wins this. It's going to be ridiculous, I can tell you that much. Yeah. I, I, I will say that, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if I can, like, conclusively say which bracket is the most stacked. I think Gotham, just because of Biff Tannen and maybe Calvin Candy, is probably the weakest. I would have to say, but I, I, I don't know. It's so weird to say that, man. Cause you got Sauron, Killmonger, Freddy Krueger. Dude, Freddy Krueger makes up for at least like two people on that. That's that section. True. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Hmm. Kills children. I mean, he does kill children <laughs> in their dreams. I, I, I don't know. I, Ooh, it's, it's tough. I don't know which one's the most stacked, but it, I think all of them, have some real true blue assholes in them. Jamie, are you going to defend Patrick Bateman? Patrick Bateman? Yeah. <laughs> he probably won't I mean, I fun. think the whole movie happened in his head, and I think that kind of a fantasy life mm-hmm. can be healthy. Yeah. Jamie got called American Psycho for many years. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying. Every time I see Roadkill, I say a silent prayer for the death of humanity. And then chase somebody down with a chainsaw. <laughs> Only in my fantasies. That's why I never get caught. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So so let me ask, who do you think, who, who is your favorite going in right now? After hearing all the names, after seeing who the first round matchups are, who is your favorite to win this whole thing? Oh... Mm. it's hard isn't it oh it's very hard i don't think anyone has an easy path to get to the finals i i i will tell you who my favorite villain of all time is okay and that's that's uh hans gruber from Die Hard. i love i love alan rickman's portrayal i love the fact that that was his first movie he's ever done um they don't I, give him any redemptive qualities whatsoever. Not but, even one. But he's like the blue collar, like of the villains. Like he's just he's just out for a buck, man. Yeah. What he's out there for? True. He has the least nefarious motives of everyone on this list. Does yeah. even though really he matter, has no though? redemptive qualities. Well, Does no. Really you have matter? to look at these characters' souls. If we're trying to find the most worst villain of all time. Like you got to look into their soul, but does that make it like worse? Just the fact that, yeah, his motivation is just money, but he's willing to do like 
horrid, terrible things for money. To be fair, I don't think he would have killed anybody given the chance. I think if like some like like off duty cop didn't show up out of his jurisdiction and like oh fuck you Carl no. Winslow you no, cost no. all those people their lives <laughs> I was talking about Bruce Willis no but... no wrong would you like to know why you're wrong uh oh here comes the back okay. of blue all right let's do no it's not even that <laughs> he killed the the owner the Japanese guy at the beginning of the movie with uh, no yeah. hesitation before um... they knew there was a cop there. Maybe he had a terminal illness and he knew that he was going to die soon anyway and put him out of his misery. You don't know. You think he was going to suffer? grasping at straws. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So Hans Gruber is my favorite villain. I don't know if he's going to win this whole thing, but he is my favorite villain. I keep going over this list and I just can't choose. Really? Yeah, like I keep going, I keep pulling like on my phone and I'm like, well, like Voldemort had six votes, but I mean, he's got a real tough path i feel like the shittiest person on this list is probably calvin candy yeah honestly from Django unchained that's leo's character right but he was pretty yeah but he was a pretty ineffective villain as well but is he really worse than freddy krueger there's there's some argument for freddy krueger's motivations he might not have been a pedophile, man. They burned him with no trial. That was one movie where they said that that didn't happen. And that was the remake and nobody liked it. Oh. Otherwise... That's the only one that dives into his origin story. The first one, they just kind of tell you the rumor. Uh, and they all agree that they burned him with no trial. Yeah? Yeah. They lynched his yeah, ass. Yeah, that's true. No trial. He hmm. get a fair shake. I might come back and kill the kids of my enemies if they burn me with no trial. Like, fuck, man. That's a rough way to go. All scorchy and shit. True. Damn. Yeah. Um, shit, man. I, I got that. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name either, but Anton. Yeah, I, I think he's I think he's like my favorite one. No country for old men. You think that's the favorite? That's your favorite right there? In all honesty, yeah. Yeah. Out of, out of right. these villains. Man. I might pick him as my favorite villain. I could see that. But I think when you examine his motivation and everything, yeah, I like, it might be a little harder. I like that guy because he was sent out to do a job and stuck with it because he enjoys killing. Or because he had principles. Well, either <laughs> and or. And principles aren't a quality of a villain. I took the job, so I'm finishing it. Those are heroic qualities. He may just be a little twisted. He may have taken the wrong job. In another like life, if say you had hired him to kill Hitler, he might have been a great man. Oh, I don't, I don't think he was ever he trying might be to the hero that took down Hitler. I, I think what makes him a good villain is not that he was, he was sticking to it necessarily. It's that he took on the job because he enjoyed the killing, right? He's not doing it to help other people. He's doing it for himself. That's why he sticks to it. I guess it's true. Yeah, James, you're awfully quiet, buddy. I, I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say Hans Lander for me. Really? Yeah, because I mean, he, he, a fucking Nazi. one, he's a Nazi, and two, he's happy being a Nazi, and three, he just doesn't give a crap about anything other than taking people out. Is he a Nazi though? 
Yes, he works for Hitler. Yes, he works for the SS. But even he admits that it's just because he has skills. So he's kind of like the Red Skull of I, the Tarantino just, universe. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like the the Nazi who thinks he's above the. I'm better than the Nazi, so I'm going to be the ultimate exactly. Nazi. So and I mean, and even in the end, in the end, he's the one who actually gave the Americans Hitler. He could have ended it all. He could have stopped them from blowing up the theater, but no. True. So. Was he really a Nazi? Did he really give a shit about the Nazi agenda? Well, he was a Nazi, but did he believe? Yes. Yeah. Was he indoctrinated? No. No. So, all right. So, we all have our favorite villains, but who do you think of all these villains is an underdog that can make it far into this bracket? Corella Deville. Corella Deville. I, I think she's a, a puppy killing bitch. Yeah, exactly. I think she, and I mean, it's kind of ironic we're using the term underdog here, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, think, like I said before we started this, I can come up with about a, def- or a defense for just about every Disney villain, but Corella Deville. Really? Yeah. Gaston, he was just a Scar. hero. Scar. He was. I mean, if I recall, his name was Trash. In a certain language, so he was just oh, raised I've seen shitty. That meme. Okay, so he's just. Yeah, I mean that would be like saying we're gonna have. Yeah. You know what? I I I think as a bonus episode for this series, we should go over every single Disney villain, and I want to hear your defense <laughs> of all of them. I've literally written them out. I would love that too. Honestly, that yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah. Let's do that. All right, so I I I really don't have an underdog because. Everyone is a great big piece of shit in this entire. I think the Joker well, maybe... could take it, man. I, I think I, everybody's I don't gonna. I him an underdog, though. But he's a number yeah, but... one seed. He's a, he's, a, he's a one seed. He's. Yeah. Like, like I, I really don't see. Well, I mean, we so could when... say Leto's Joker's an underdog, but. Leto's Joker's a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so so when you're talking to underdog, you mean like least amount of votes, like least amount of least amount votes. of votes, like a low seed, a low seeded uh, villain in this bracket. So like so Amy like, Dune or whatever. Amy Dune, the sheriff from Nottingham. Uh, honestly, Killmonger, I think, could possibly make a deep run. Oh, there's um, a huge argument for him not even being a villain. I actually kind of agree true. with Jamie I, on that I, one. I, I agree I with everything until his execution. Okay, so and by that so I mean when that. Black Panther beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sauron, honestly, he's a six seed. He's a six seed, only two. But only Sauron two. is a motherfucker. <laughs> like, there's defending anything he ever did. But he's more that guy. Was shit. He's more interesting as somebody who like doesn't really exist in the story, like Lord of the Rings, you know, because he's just evil for evil's sake. He's the right. embodiment of evil. Yeah, that's what makes him such a good villain. Um, mm. Is he so oh, evil? Honestly, that's that's probably the best example of an underdog that we have okay. so far. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion, I, I don't think there's an argument to make Sauron less of a villain. Yeah. You can only be like a worse villain than him. You can never like demean him and yeah. through debate. But he's like okay. he's more the like the shark in Jaws than anything. Like he never even shows up in Lord of the Rings. 
But his backstory is he actively turned the races of dwarves, men, and elves against each other for an entire age just for power. Uh, yeah. Like, that's a motherfucker, dude. He did that shit intentional. All of the bad things that ever happened in Middle-earth, like, come from his bosom. But, like, what's the point? I never really got him as a villain. Because he's, like, the henchman to the really bad guy, and the really bad guy dies. And then Sauron's just kind of like, going to keep it going, bro. I'm just going to yeah. keep doing evil, Villain, I guess. Villainy for villain's sake. But no, Sauron is the one who turned Saruman. He's the one who had like the the armies towards uh, and fellowship of the king. Yeah, but he's a leftover Not fellowship so first of the king. stage uh, shit. Return. Yeah. Return. Thank you, dude. I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in a really long time. Cimmerillion <laughs> stuff. Movies, yeah, those movies are so long. <laughs> yeah, Sauron is like the henchman from like a really really old like first stage evil. Yeah, and he just kept doing evil shit. He's like, "Oh, you mean I don't have a boss anymore? Evil shit for evil's sake!" Like, really, the only reason he's in Middle Earth is just because like their plan fell apart, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna hide out here and scheme more evil." <laughs> I, I'm glad I have so many nerds <laughs> that I know and are so knowledgeable of stuff that I have nothing on. Mm. Super All good right. underdog. Yes, good underdog. Good job, guys. So Here he we've we've talked about who we've talked about the brackets. We've talked about everything, but I want to know of the number one seeds of Voldemort, Thanos, the Joker, and Hannibal Lecter. Who do you think gets knocked out first? Ooh. I think Thanos. Hurts really? my soul, but I agree with you. Yeah, I think Thanos. Because I think we'll be able to make make an argument for the reason he was doing stuff, and try to make. I think I'm one of those five votes, but it was so long ago, and I've seen so much out of humanity in the last like six months. (laughs) Like I'm just saying, he he gained a lot of ground. Now it's gonna like who's actually gonna be on the panel? Because I I feel like if it was anybody else, I think Hannibal Lecter would. would be out. I know he eats people. Fucked up. Don't get me wrong. But it's been so long since we've seen him in anything. And he did help. Uh, uh, like, he go yeah. his first round matchup is against Amy Dune. And Amy Dune is kind of like a super bitch. You know, from Gone Girl. But is she going to win out against Hannibal Lecter? Super know. bitch. And she never helped anyone, like, solve any other murders. Like, she never ate his brain with some farfa beans. <laughs> well, you know what? There's only he one He killed way to the find bad out. guy. Like, several times he killed the bad guy. That's oh, just getting rid of Lecter, competition. Yeah. yeah. Well, true. The only way to find out the answer to any of these questions is to tune into the bracket challenge. Uh, we'll be kicking off the opening round next week. These gentlemen will be joining me again to uh, to narrow down until we have the greatest movie villain of all time. Guys, thank you guys very, very much for coming on tonight. Thank you for uh, just bullshitting with me. And guys, this is a lot of fun. I'm really excited to get this bracket challenge rolling. Uh, so on behalf of Jamie, James, Dustin, 
Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week with the opening round. Tune in. Thank you.